This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your hosts, Jim and Tom, The Grays. And Tom, we are live at a Malcolm Comics and coffee shop for the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. And we are, we've talked about in our podcast that we have a heavy hitter that we're going to be discussing today. Uh, we review everything. We're going to pick a heavy hitter called Masters of the Universe. Um, <laughs> there's a time in movies where movies come out, TV shows come out, and they're either you love them or you hate them, divisive. Uh, everything post the original Star Wars. Right. Everything that DC's been doing lately, minus Wonder Woman. <laughs> Avatar. The Babadook. Hate, hate Avatar, hate Babadook. <laughs> and then there's the 31-year-old 1987 classic, Masters of the Universe. How old are you? 31. Oh, okay. Perfect. So it, it came out two mo- <laughs> or five months after I was born. Uh, I don't think this is divisive. I think people hate this movie. Yeah, 17% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, zero in our hearts. But on paper, he, Masters of the Universe, which is most commonly referred to as He-Man. He-Man. And only He-Man. Um, is something that you and I grew up with. Sure. Right? You grew up with the toys, right? Yeah, I played with the toys. So what did you think of He-Man when you were growing up? Uh, I'll tell you the lesson. I, I liked He-Man. He-Man taught me a lesson. Uh, it was the first time I liked bad guys Yeah. more than the good guys. And uh, I'd always play as the bad guys. And, and like I would like kill the good guys and steal the castles. And So I played as Skeletor. Yeah, well, when you're... Your lead protagonist is a man with a page boy haircut, right. um, a halter top, purple and shorts purple shorts, a uh, halter top, and like a loincloth. And he, you know, he's running around fighting a dude in a trench coat and a cape and <laughs> has a skull for a face. You know, you want to kill all the, the, the good guys. Yeah. And the, the heroes are always the, the cheesiest ones. You know, right. man in arms. Uh, Fisto. <laughs> Fisto, who's, who's my favorite. He was your favorite. Do you know who he is? Oh, I know Fisto. He's got the giant golden hand. Yeah. Well, you got uh, uh, Clamp Champ. Who? Clamp Champ. I don't know. Oh, he clamped everything. He had gears and, you know, like pliers for hands. Oh, he's like a third generation toy. But he's still part of it. Moss Man. I had Moss Man. Moss Man got dirty all the time. Wasn't Moss Man the same thing as Beast Man? Yeah, but it was a good version of it. Like, Beast Man was the bad one. Beast Man was orange and 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 blue. Yeah. Right? And Mossman was green. A lot like lime green. It was the only time, like, Master's Universe was the only toy line that made felt and, like, velour <laughs> appropriate for boys to play with. You think about, like, Panthor is the... He you was can, felt too, wasn't Yeah, you yeah. can only get away with having your favorite toy be a giant purple velour. cat with velour all over it. Is this it. where it started for you? Yeah, oh yeah. This is when <laughs> it was Panthor and Battle Cat, and that was the... The culminescence of or me getting cringer. four cats. Cr- yeah, Cringer, the the sissy of the cats going into <laughs> the armored version of Battle Cat, which was awesome. What are your thoughts on the toys? Uh, at the time, I thought the toys were great. Yeah. I don't think they hold up, though. No, no. I, I don't. They're... The rubber band limbs and well, they, the joints. These ones held up better than... No, what was the... Um, G.I. Joe was the rubber bands, right? Yeah. That would break all With the, the time. The, the torso was connected to yeah. the, the lower part these by were, a rubber band. These were pretty good quality, actually. They had the ones that spun, yeah, and then they, they had the damage. They were pretty cool. They were interactive. 
Yeah, you think about like a, it was a, all cut from the same mold, though, right? Yeah. Well, Every you think, single one of them. Think was. about something like Snout Sprout. You know, it's a firefighter with an elephant head. How long did you spend studying all the He-Man toys? I have them. I still have them at my house. <laughs> they're, in, they're in a tote in my closet. I was going to bring them. <laughs> Just I have, line them up? Yeah, I have, I have Snout Sprout, Buzz Off. <laughs> I uh, do remember Buzz Triclops. All these wonderful toys. I think just having toys growing up, you being interactive, you could do so much more. Snout Sprout sprayed the water. Uh, Mosquito was had like gelatinous blood in its yeah, in its torso. Cool. And Sauron was the one that shot sparks, mm -hmm. so you could start a fire when you were a kid. You had the the snake army where like the arms would go throughout the torso, and yeah. like you'd have a really long arm versus I think a very Fisto, small. Fisto, which is an unfortunate name. Yeah. Fisto and like judo was or jitsu. Yeah, was the uh, the bad guy, but. Like you flick his thing and he, he he judo chops and karate chops. The creativity going into the names is something that I feel like they're just like, all right, he's got a big fist, call him Fisto, or he looks like a, a fish, we'll call him Fishman or Merman. It's just one of those things that you know it was it was a toy grab, it was a, a money market thing for uh, for He-Man Masters Universe, and then it was like, oh, these are popular, we need to do a movie. Right. Well, they didn't need to. Apparently. <laughs> well, they wanted to. They did a, you know, they did the animated series in the 80s, which was great too, but who were your favorite characters? Fisto, like I said. Um, Orko. Orko was, uh, I liked Orko for some reason, even though he was the smallest one. Yeah. And he was kind of annoying. Uh, and, um, you know, like I said, Skeletor is probably the best one you could find. And I like the uh, the damage ones. When you hit them in the chest, the damage change. Yeah. That was cool. And then you get someone like Trapjaw, who, ha like, backstory-wise, he was like a cyborg that, like, escaped out of the prison, and he was, like, the most ruthless was that, all of Eternia. Was that in the TV show? Yeah. Really? Trapjaw was the best. I No, I like him. He's on my shirt. I wore a shirt specifically for this event. But I, I love the cats, mainly the cats, and only the I cats. Know everybody. Panther. Everybody knows. Battle Cat. I love cats. They, if I could ride one of those cats down the streets of Philadelphia, I would. <laughs> and, you know, I wear the same He-Man thing. That's the only, like, you can only get away with wearing the He-Man outfit if you have a 16-foot-long tiger with armor. That's the deepest thing anybody would say. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the only way it works. He's got the bowl cut and, like, a fur thong. And a, like people like a would be like, oh my outfit. god, what's going on? And then see the tiger and go, yeah, I'm not messing with him. Yeah, just let it happen. He is the man. This will play out somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the animated series? Yeah, of course. What was your What were your thoughts on the animated series? Um, it was actually pretty good. Uh, it was pretty deep for an '80s cartoon. Yeah. Like it was, it mixed. Uh, it was like techno. Techno Conan. It was like Conan and Star Wars had an ugly baby. Yeah, and that honestly, that's what I thought. That's what I thought the movie was like. They took everything yeah. from the '80s that was successful and popular, and they're like, oh, we'll take this trope and that trope, and we'll yeah. put it all together. They had some like leftover costumes from Star Wars, and they used it in a in a for their robot stormtrooper things. Yeah. But, uh, I I think that honestly, the the cartoon is one of the, like that and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was one of the best. Uh, best cartoons ever, and it, Toy Line too. I don't know. I, I can't watch. I watched a few He Man just to prep. I have the. But I can't watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I have the best of Masters of the Universe on uh, Blu-ray. The best of. The best of everything. Okay. <laughs> we'll watch it. We'll review no, the no, entire. Good, we'll review the entire you can series. Just go on YouTube. Well, you know, it, it was I'm one of those. YouTube it right now. It came out in like 2000. There's watch. a new one that came out in what 2015. 2002. 
Okay. And then and, the, oh, and then they're, they're I don't know. And now they're making Shira. A new one? Yeah. Shira series, Shira movie, Shira everything. A, uh, a story. My uh, my family were uh, a den of thieves okay. and vagabonds and. Um, my dad had a friend from his time in jail, and uh, he robbed stores. Okay. So I like one, where is this going? One day he stole a an eighteen wheeler full of toys that were supposed to go to Toys R Us. Oh man! And uh, <laughs> it was filled with He Man toys. I'm sure statute of limitations is over. So now. he's. I think he died. Okay. Uh, so I got all the first pickings, and this is right when Shira came out. And then out of our basement, we sold He Man toys for like six months. <laughs> you were you were the He Man black market. Yeah, we we were the of Camden County. We okay. had the biggest He-Man black market in Camden County. My introduction to <laughs> He-Man and Masters of the Universe was nothing of that magnitude. <laughs> um, I was passed down, hand-me-downs for the toys. Oh, and it was oh. like, all right, you know, you here, here's She-Ra. Well, I, you know, here's She-Ra and here's some felt oh, cats. Oh, you have been like three when She-Ra came. She came out towards the end, right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't have many She-Ra toys. Uh, my sisters took those. Hordak was cool. Hord- yeah, was like Hordak leech, was the best right? thing to come out. Yeah, it was the best thing to come out of Shira. Yeah, and like you could stick them to a wall. Yeah, that's the only reason I think young boys watched Shira and what got was away her with story? it. She was on a different. She was sister. Yeah, on Prince, a different. She's Prince Adam's sister. Okay. So we didn't get Prince Adam in the movie that we're gonna just we're gonna talk about now. Well, we never. Should we have gotten Prince Adam? Yeah, right. From that movie. Yeah, we're gonna Who talk knows about what the we should have got from that movie. Well, what do you, what did you think of the movie? It was hard. We're, it was. <laughs> Just horrible. It's just a bad movie. Um, yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, I forced Binks to watch it, and yeah. he, he quit. I fell asleep four or five times. <laughs> yeah. He woke me up like I was falling asleep doing homework. Yeah. Ch- uh, Chelsea and Jen watched it with me, and 15 minutes into it, they're like, why the hell does this exist? Yeah. Uh, it almost caused a divorce uh, <laughs> because I, I forced them into watching it, uh, and Chelsea was, not, Chelsea was not a fan of it. Uh, she's like, what is happening? And then I was, I was like, you know, you got He-Man. Right. And he's going to come to Earth, followed by a dwarf. F- Gildor. Gild- Who the F is Gildor? Well, he was a... He wasn't in... You thought it was a toy grab. Um, I think MVP of the movie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you a piece of information. I think... Hit me. It's, some people are going to piss themselves. Okay. That movie cost $22 million to make. How much do you think they spent on Gildor's ball sack face? Oh, that's... Um, that didn't move. His mouth that didn't move. Where you, you could see the guy in the mask, you could see his mouth move Billy Barty. behind the mouth. That was bad. That was I bad. Think $22 million. Well, three quarters of it went to Dolph. This is post-Rocky IV, so... Yeah. An eighth went to Frank Langella. And then the rest was the uh, Gildor. Frank Langella deserves an Oscar for the hell he had to put up with the guy. It, and he no, loves this movie. No, Nobel Peace Prize for taking on that role <laughs> and salvaging what was the, one of the worst movies that it, had the most potential. Well, he did. I, I liked them. I like Frank Langella. And, and, and that's it. That's the end of it. Yeah. That's all. That's the only thing to say about him. Why, why do you put Gwildor in there and not Orko, who theoretically know, is the knows. coolest toy? Yeah. What would you have done with, with Gwildor? With Gwildor? Yeah. Leave him out. <laughs> Kill him. Yeah, don't put him in the movie. Well, all right, so the, the whole premise of 
Masters well, of the Universe. It's, well, it's Masters cartoon, of the Universe. What's his face? Man at Arms was the guy that built all the gadgets. Yeah. He was the engineer. Yeah. You could have had him build the stupid keys. You could have had anybody. You don't, I don't even think you need the keys because if no, you're you Masters of the Universe. you could have had Wilbur do a spell. He could have got stepped on by any of the other. <laughs> he, could, he could have been eaten by one of the cats. Right. Again, two characters that we didn't see in the movie. I would have taken the movie away from Earth. There's no need for Courtney Cox to be like remake the '80s version of Grease, <laughs> with her and Kevin just running around. And there's a, you know, my mom's dead, my dad's dead. You know, yeah. we don't need that. We don't yeah, need I a heartfelt think, I think Breakfast at Tiffany's parents, version of Masters of the Universe. Everybody's parents were dead. I think that's because they didn't want to get extras. They didn't want yeah. to pay more actors. Well, there was only like five people in this movie. Yeah, and they ran out of money, and they had to shoot the rest of the, the third act in a yeah. parking lot in Encino. <laughs> You know, that's the whole well, point. That's like, the note. If you can read it, because I have I my system that. of notes is weird. Um, but it like what's that calligraphy? Where I wrote it with my foot. Where, where was everybody? Oh, well, there you was had nobody the, on the planet. Well, the planet and on Earth. Right. When we were watching it, the main thing that stuck out to me was there's a huge like parade style spaceship going down like just yeah. marching down the street stormtrooper lights are walk marching down the street and well, there's, there's a, 25 people in that Dolph Lundgren's on a hover bike and there's nobody looking out the apartment windows no. or coming to the streets there's no casualties nobody turns a light on no nobody <laughs> there's a huge fight out there and it's Courtney yeah. Cox just running uh, well he's running around he's 6'5 running around in his underwear and a cape yeah there's and nobody says, well, this is weird. But, you know. This is probably. Uh, maybe it's New York or maybe it's. No, that wasn't New York. I don't, I don't what, know where it what is. What suburb? That was like Ohio. It was like the. Oh, yeah, it was the South. Yeah, it's like, it was the, the South it's like the suburbs of like uh, Akron. Because what's her face? Courtney Cox character is from New Jersey, right? Yeah. All right. It was. There we go. When, more trivia. So the movie came out when I was born. I didn't see it probably until. Uh, it was later in life, like 13, 14 years old. I was so disappointed. I took my yeah. He-Man toys and threw them against a tree. <laughs> like, just smashed their heads off. It was awful. Remember I told you about my Conan VHS? Yes. This was, like, the third VHS that I got was the He-Man VHS. Oh, my it God. It was horrible. I hope it wasn't, like, Christmas. We tracked down. We went way down on that one. Well, I mean, it was on sale. <laughs> Hollywood Video probably was selling it for, like, buy one, get all free. No, we didn't have Hollywood videos back then. What was it, Blockbuster? It was Blockbuster. Or it was, like, Mom and Pop. Or ShopRite. Yeah. I used to get movies from ShopRite. Right? That was a lot of fun. So out of this this movie, did you have a, s- a favorite scene? Yeah. There had to be a favorite part, favorite when, scene. When Skeletor's basically masturbating to He-Man getting whipped. Okay. Like whipped by blade, right? Yeah, With the laser whip. Like fondling his, his, his ram staff. All right, that's uh, it's the horde. Philadelphia. Yeah, the horde is coming. So that was a weird scene when he gets caught. Yeah, and he's just like no turns into Fifty Shades of He-Man. I don't care about all that. Yeah, just when he's getting beat by the um, by Blade. Yeah, by Blade. I don't think I have a favorite scene of this. No, it was hard. It took like we were watching it, and it looked like it was what they wanted from Star Wars: The B Side. Then they took some never-ending story. Mm-hmm. Minus the cool characters, right. and they give you someone like Pig Boy, right? And Blade, and what was uh, Krang, or Crag, Card, Card. Card. They're so, like the they didn't bring in Trapjaw. Nope. The sorceress looked like uh, the nope. child emperor, child, childlike right. empress grew up from Neverending Story. Yeah, she was always old. Yeah, she looked she like she belonged old, in and Narnia. Then she got older, and 
you don't like and Tila what was going on with Tila's outfit that was the main like I was worried about the uh, the sexiness of the characters there wasn't the, any yeah, well, the, the yeah. toys were sexy she um, you have to admit Tila's outfit in the cartoon doesn't make a lot of sense no none, none of their Lance outfits doesn't He-Man's yeah. outfit doesn't yeah both you ca- can't casual do a lot of sword battle. in your underwear yeah. you shouldn't there's a lot of meat available for slicing <laughs> So, Teela's outfit made more sense in this than it does in the cartoon. But don't you think they should have thrown in, like, the cool snake armor that makes Teela who Teela is? Or, like, the snake armband. Yeah. I think so. Or, like, a snake in general. Yeah. Like, she could be walking through the, the woods of Akron, and there's a snake that goes by. And she's sure. like, oh, the, the, the subplot to this whole movie is to buy buckets of fried of chicken. all the problems in this movie, you are hung up on her outfit. No, 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 no. It's one of my, my you gripes. You said cats and outfit were the two big gripes you had. <laughs> cats, outfits, orco. But it's a, the subplot is to buy fried chicken in this movie. Yes. <laughs> the grappling hook for the fried chicken. She's never seen anybody cook fried chicken or cook a... I don't know. Okay. I'm not gonna, we're not going to go scene by scene on this. We, no, we're not because my head would explode. Yeah. Do you, no. What did you think of like the characters that were used? We, we talked about Blade. You, know, you, have, you have the heavy hitters. You have He-Man, Tila, Man-at-Arms. And then Skeletor and Evelyn. Right. But then you throw in someone like Blade, who's a B-side player. Mm-hmm. Um, Karg. Well, you know what I did Blade? They did Blade because that guy was the guy that trained um, uh, Dolph, Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren how to use a sword. Was it also the guy? David who... Jealous or something. But he's also the guy that, played, that, that did the fight at the end. He was in Skeletor's makeup at the very end. Was it also the guy they voiced over for Dolph Lundgren? Well, I don't know. Because he didn't do his lines, no, right? That's no. the whole. That's the big thing. Like he didn't do his lines. No. They why why cast him? Then? And he speaks English. He spoke English. Yeah, he you, spoke English with an accent. Well, we, I don't understand why you can't have that. Why they wouldn't have an accent? Just let him have an accent. Well, you and I talked about. He's it He's not going to speak English. He's from Eternia. Yeah, but he's. It's an English movie. Okay, you know, you know what I mean. We we had talked about the 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 casting of Dolph Lundgren and who else would have been He Man had Dolph Lundgren at that time copped out yeah I don't know we were talking like Kurt Russell maybe Kurt yeah Patrick Swayze Pat, no you don't think he's Patrick, too small oh, he could have got big no they didn't Roy's have a su- they didn't have then. a superhero program back then well the one that I told you that you I think you co-signed on was Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, yeah, it'd have been the doughiest. Uh, <laughs> lot of brothers being thrown. <laughs> you can't defeat me, Skeletor brother. He would have had a mustache. You could have had all the WWF wrestlers yeah, back been, then. Yeah. Macho Man, Sid Vicious could have been in it. Big Boss Man could have been <laughs> Ram Man. You could have turned every WWF superstar into a character from He-Man. Yeah, no, I mean they basically are. Yeah, it, it was really goofy back then. So. And you could take all the characters now, the wrestlers now, and put them in this movie. Which we're going to fan cast in a few minutes. Well, yeah, but I didn't put any wrestlers in it. No, neither did I. Right. You didn't put The Rock I, in it? Oh. He counts. He does. I did put The Rock in it. <laughs> I, I didn't feel it. I forgot that he's, uh, he, yeah, I'm, I'm beyond. Yeah, I'm, he's, I'm, he's I'm, moved from The yeah, Rock to Dwayne The Rock I'm Johnson. Post, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm in the Dwayne Johnson territory yeah. now. I'm, I'm out of The Rock territory. Actor, writer, producer, singer, model, yeah. shoe designer, jack of all trades. <laughs> Gym designer. That's right. Iron Paradise. What would you have changed about this movie if you had to re- we, really? if you had to reimagine the movie, rewrite the okay. movie, give yourself like, what tone would you have they taken? They stay on they stay on the turn. Okay. 
That makes the most sense. There, yeah. there is no Gwildor. That doesn't no, make any sense. No Gwildor. No cosmic um, keys. Yeah. The, you, you would see the king and queen. Yeah. King Grandor would have been great in this. Yeah. Um, and, like, keep it on, like, Eternia and have it like a Dungeons and Dragons, like, crawl. Okay. So you took it Dungeons and Dragons. I took but, it. But, I mean, like, it's still techno Dungeons and Dragons. Like, still have machines that do whatever, but... Yeah, I would have turned it into something more... I mean, they were traveling in space in the cartoon and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they were... It, it's Masters of the Universe, and we just... We said, let's go from Eternia to Earth. Right. You know, the, the simplest, the cheapest place to go. Where all that money might have went is that machine they had, the zoom in. Like, yeah. The, that was pretty cool. There, there was, that, that was, was the, the only one. That was the James Cameron effect. Yeah. I would have taken it more of, like, Lord of the Rings style. Like, set up the origins of, you know, you go back and forth kind of like... This is what goes on at Eternia, Castle Grayskull, and this is what goes on in Snake uh, Mountain. Create some politics. Yes, and then there's a, there's a civil war going on, obviously. We yeah. saw that happening. Right, so like a Game of Thrones politics. Exactly, and it ends of. with the big battle. Nobody, like He-Man doesn't die, Skeletor doesn't die. He escapes, or if Skeletor dies, you bring in She-Ra and Hordak. Hordak, yeah. And you tease right. the next villain, and then that way you go into the sequel. Doesn't matter what like, we say. I know. Because it all would have been better. But we're, we're supposed to be getting a movie in 2019. We'll see. Now, with the announcement of this movie, we're going to move in. We're getting away from the, the terrible, terrible yeah. movie. Yeah. And we're going to move into the future okay. of Masters of the Universe. It's gone through five prospective directors. The new movie? Yeah. And it's kind of like The Crow. We talked about this a few, um, right before this. The Crow seems to be cursed. They're never going to make The Crow again. Jason Momoa just dropped out. He doesn't want to do it. Masters of the Universe, which could be, and you and I talked about it, a billion-dollar property now. Sure. In the right hands. Not, not like in a Ours. Michael Bay. In yeah, our in our hands, yeah. And not in a Michael Bay-type hands. We saw how that worked. But you bring in the right, like, you can give the Russos Masters of the Universe or the guys who wrote Avengers Infinity War and let them direct it. Who's, who, we, who's, Warner Brothers owns it? Yes. They're going to get well, Zack now, Snyder. Yeah. I, I, you know what, if... It could be dark enough that these characters are darker. Yeah, I don't know. A lot less... I'm uh, worn out by Zack Snyder. All right, so more Velvet, do you think? <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's gone through five. They bring in a new writer, David S. Goyer. So, you know, he wrote uh, Batman Begins, sure, Dark Knight. Sure. He's, he's been attached to a lot of the, the DC stuff. The good movies. Yeah. The, yeah. What do you think about the announced 2019 well, I, I don't know anything about it, first of all. Um... But if it's true, and if it does go through, that'd be cool. Um, if they don't use this movie as any type of, uh, of you know, just don't even look at it. The, no. You know, uh, then we, we might have a winner. We'll see. Uh, I, you know, it's a reboot culture, like we said, and, you know, it could fit in somewhere. Yeah, do you think that this should have came before all the Marvel stuff when Transformers and Ninja Turtles were all getting rebooted? Because, like, Hasbro yeah, looks then, like they're still producing all the toys, so... Hasbro can just who, say, you know, here well, we go. Well, who did G.I. Joe? Hasbro. Did they? I mean, they, they, they I mean, they. Uh, no, I think that movies? was uh, Platinum Dunes. And that's uh, Michael Bay. Yeah. So you could, like, they want to do. That's a, yeah, we'd get Michael Bay on it. But they want to do, like, a cinematic universe with all these, yeah. these toy lines. So it could be, like, He Man, Master's Universe, um, G.I. Joe's, the Micronauts, stuff like that. Would you. Would you want it to be a darker tone, or would you want it to be happy and light like the com uh, the cartoons, where Skeletor is played by Bill Hader? Uh, <laughs> I I want I want it darker. I want certain parts to be darker. 
I want Skeletor to be an absolute maniac. Yeah. Like a lunatic. Uh, and like, like, play him like Stalin, like kind of like you know self-esteem issues, but yeah, he takes that out on his people, kind of like that kind of thing. But then I want all the good guys to be goofy. Yeah. Like they are in a so. Okay. So, I don't know, so I don't know how like, that would work, and no, like, I, but it would, I think I, I think it'd be fun to watch. It would work like a Marvel movie, right? You know, like you have, really bad villains and then yeah. goofy superheroes. Yeah, like think Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Hela was a badass, and then Thor and Hulk are throwing it out on yeah. you know with the Popping Grandmaster. Popping collars, getting each other high fives. Yeah. So I, I think you take it. I I would put this at an R rating. Yeah, sure. Why not? Because the kids nowadays don't know what it is. You watched the movie yesterday, right? No. With Binks, and he asked us four times what movie you watched. <laughs> you know, it didn't resonate with him. The kids aren't like kids aren't going to realize that Masters yeah. of the Universe are are a thing anymore. Yeah, I don't even think anybody's ever seen the reboots of it. No, like mean, what the cartoons? Yeah. No, I don't think the so. reboot cart. Yeah, the reboot I don't think cartoons. kids today like know origins what He Man is. Nope. So I feel like you should just go into it fresh. No. No movie happened in 87. <laughs> no. no Dolph Lundgren. Get yourself away from him. And even bring in, I don't know, bring in a, like a Tom Hardy or like a Jason Momoa well, to play. We are, we're we're going to do Did you pick Jason Momoa for He-Man? No. Oh. I don't, I don't think you're going to get my pick. I, I, I'm not. So we talked the tone. Let's talk the actors. We're going to fan cast okay. it. You can go first. Hit me with it. Uh, and, and for the crowd, the huge crowd that's here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You could do better. Um, when we fan cast, even though most of these might not know who we we're talking about. And we don't normally fan cast. We don't. Pick who you like best, okay? And uh, so we're going to make it a competition. Use your phones to, for uh, <laughs> reference on the characters um, and the actors. So for He-Man. Yes. Travis Fimmel. Okay, from Vikings. Well, he's the main... Ragnar, right? Yeah. Okay. He's my girlfriend's personal favorite. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I picked him as He-Man. Because, I mean, Vikings, he basically played, like, kind of the same character. And, and if we go a little darker, I think he'd be perfect. Yeah, he's a man. giant blonde, too, so it yeah, works. Yeah, I get it. And he's not jacked, but I don't think it really needs to be. No, he, he man needs to be jacked. Uh, yeah, but we'll see. It's all all top muscle, no legs. Yeah. Like, no, He-Man he was the first person to skip yeah. leg day. Yeah, he, tr- he's, he started that whole trip. Yeah. And so. you could have him play Faker, too. Uh evil clone of He-Man. Yeah, well, you know, we throw him in there with the orange hair and yeah. blue skin. So. Blue skin, it's perfect. All right, who'd you pick? Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Of course, he's my <laughs> he's my vote for anything. I guess you had, to, like I said, you have to have a Chris. Yeah. I don't think I do, actually. I'd put Chris Hemsworth as Lino, too, <laughs> if, if we did a Thundercats movie. So uh, I, I picked, I definitely picked Chris Hemsworth. I feel like all he has to do is just like plug and play. He was actually considered for most of the the reboots. For most scripts, they were like, "Oh, we want Chris." Yeah. Well, Chris after he did Thor, he I, he's the obvious like giant blonde yeah. superhero. And he so. said he said he doesn't want to be typecasted, so he's going to do movies like In the Heart of the Sea so or get Rush. One of his brothers. Yeah, Luke, yeah. the one who played <laughs> the one who played Thor in Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I also thought that the most of the writers wanted Kellen Lutz. Yeah, I saw a lot of Kellen. I, I, well, I do not. I, want. I saw when I was looking. I was, he popped up a lot, but do you ever see anything with Kellen Lutz in it? No. Okay, so he's uh, done Twilight. No, I didn't. Not see good. It. I'm not gonna watch Twilight. And he did the. You remember when The Rock came out with Hercules? Yeah. They did the Hercules yeah. right before that. Yeah. And yeah. he was Hercules. Okay. okay. It, and I didn't think he was in an Expendables movie. 
He's a no-go for me. Oh, yeah, he died in Expendables really fast. Yeah, very quick. Yeah, All yeah. the young talent dies quick for, yeah. the, for the old heads. Yeah. Who do you got for Tila? Tila. Um, Elodie Young. Okay. Played um, Electra. Electra. All right. Um, we, we know the sorceress is our mom. Yeah. And in my world, the sorceress is just a plain old white woman. Yeah. But we don't know who her dad is, so we could just say... I mean... Man at Arms is adopted. Family. Yeah. So she's a. Uh, and the sorceress can be whoever the hell you want because we didn't get the sorceress in the 87 right. class. So I'm just saying she's. Her dad's half is probably Fisto. <laughs> I don't know if, that, if it's working like that in the movie. Um, I took Karen Gillian. Uh, okay. Because traditionally Teal is a redhead. Yeah. Karen Gillian's a badass redhead. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fisto has made an appearance. That's awesome. I feel I feel like Karen Gillan would be a, a perfect Tila. Yeah. Um, and it kind of correlates with uh, who I picked for Sorceress as well. But Sorceress is going to be ageless in my mind. So she's yeah. not going to be that... Like you could take Blythe Danner and make her right. the Sorceress. But I have a younger Sorceress. Who do you have for Orko? For Orko, this is a very practical solution. Warwick Davis. On, no, it saves on money. Uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, God. Kevin yeah. Hart. Just put him in a robe. Yeah. And he, he's going to sound like him. Yeah. And he's going to be comic relief. Orko would have been comic relief no matter what. And you've already cast The Rock. Well, you will have cast The Rock, yeah. so they work very well together. Yeah. So. I, I went completely different. I went full CGI for Orko, uh, and I went Taika Watiti. <laughs> Same voice? Same voice. He, he, does, he should do Korg as <laughs> Orko. Because I don't think Orko is... I don't want him to be like Merlin and come through and roll in. I want him to have a high-pitched voice, right. squeaky like Kevin Hart has. Uh, but I can't really stand Kevin Hart anymore. I think he's a little over the top. Look, we're getting re- reactions for the <laughs> Kevin Hart fan in the crowd. But I'm, I'm going to go Taika Watiti because uh, he's brilliant. Yeah, uh, but I, I think... Could you imagine just him rolling up? Hey, hey man. What's up, bro? The guy would love that. Well, I did say... Uh... Oh, we'll get uh, to it. Go, go to Man at Arms, Mr. Mustache. Mustache Mountain is um, what we're going to call Man him. at Arms, and I, this is one we've already shared, is I think Tom Hardy, uh, as, but Tom Hardy as Bronson. Yeah. With the Bronson mustache is, I think, it looks exactly like him, and he's just as big, so. I, th- I think we need and to he's make, older, I think it's perfect. I think we need to make a PSA that this is a billion-dollar cast budget. Yeah. And theoretically, it's not going to work. <laughs> uh, but if we, were, no. if we were given the keys to the kingdom, we would... A-list it. So you're going Tom Hardy. Um, I'm going Matt Damon. Okay. He play, He likes to play those ridiculous roles in the, the superhero movies. I, I feel like Matt Damon would be perfect. I, I, I think Tom Hardy is better with the mustache. No, well, Tom Hardy's better in everything. All right. It is one of your man crushes. It is. So. One of many. <laughs> We're going to go to the character that didn't make it into the original movie, Stratos. The Birdman. The Birdman. Who do you pick for Stratos? Is that uh, The Rock? No, your other man crush. Oh, Jason Momoa. It, your other man crush, <laughs> Idris Elba. Oh, everybody's man crush. Idris, Idris made my list. Yeah, I knew he was gonna. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, because I couldn't figure out where else he'd fit. Yeah. So I put him there. Okay. When oh. I wrote a list, I wrote a list of actors I wanted, and then I figured out where they'd go. All right. I I, I like Matt Damon personally. <laughs> you did Matt Damon. Oh, oh we're on Stratos. Sorry. <laughs> He's, he's going to again. I took Tom Hart, Diet Tom Hardy from Upgrade, uh, Logan Marshall Green. Okay. Because I feel like Upgrade kind of snuck up on everybody. Yeah. It's like an 86% Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah. It was kind of 
and snuck now, up on but everybody it's that nowhere snuck to be out seen. of the movie theaters yeah. because it had a rough time. But uh, as far as like release date, I think that he's going to be. Um, He's going to be a name that people are going to recognize. Okay. He looks like Tom Hardy, so he's going to fool a lot of people to go see the movie. Uh, he was in Spider-Man: Homecoming as the original Shocker before uh, Oh yeah, Hokey that's Woodbine right. Took yeah. over for him. So I'd give him a shot. Right. You can't have all A-listers, like I said earlier. We're going to do all A-listers. Okay. So I'm going to put a B-lister on there. Who are you put uh, picking for Sorcerers? Charlize Theron. Oh, okay, I yeah. like Charlize. Yeah. Uh, her resume she's speaks for itself. Older, but. She's, Not that it matters. No, but she's but, reinvented herself into a badass yeah. since hitting. And she's already played sorcerer's parts. Yeah, if, uh, the, the, the wood, the wood. Uh, Snow White, the, Snow White and Huntsman. Yeah, the, that's it. I would have uh, got there. Yeah, and Furiosa and Mad Max yeah, and yeah. Atomic Blonde. I think she's perfect. I picked Emily Blunt. Okay, you went young on the sorceress. Well, you think. Uh, but she is, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she, she's she's, she's. I mean, she's magic, so she could yeah. be 130 right. and look like she's 36. And Emily Blunt's a good pick. I've wanted Emily Blunt in the MCU. She should have been well. She was going to be Black Widow or Captain Marvel at one point, and she turned it down to do uh, Gulliver's Travels. That, well, we, yeah, we I'm saw, sure she's happy with that. We, yeah, well, she had a quiet place, and that was great too. Oh yeah, true. And then I picked Cringer because we have to have all the cats, and I think Alan Oppenheimer, who played Cringer and Skeletor in the original series, okay. should just come back for nostalgia. I. Uh, I didn't know we were picking the cats. So no, I, I just didn't. Picked, I, didn't. Um, I picked all the cats, all the animals. I know you did. Various birds. There's a lot of uh, the He-Man of Zootopia. It's a Disney movie now. It's an animated Disney movie. Skeletor. I'm curious to see who you picked. All right. When I I preface this by saying I want Skeletor to be evil and mean and okay. be rated R. Yeah. Uh, and be a good. I want like Frank Langella was the best part of this movie. And I want Skeletor maybe to be the best. Part. So I want Leo Leo DiCaprio. Okay. And I was thinking you were He doesn't go have like Jack to be Black. imposing. Like, he doesn't have to actually fight or anything. I mean, he probably will, but I was just thinking of him in um, Django fu- Unchained. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, you should see, like, and, Skeletor. And should, Revenant? Yeah, Skeletor should be the big bad. It's like yeah. a video game. You, you go through the mini bosses, like Trap Jaw and yeah. Beast Man and all those, and then Skeletor is the end, and that could set up the future of the Muta cinematic yeah. universe. It rolls right <laughs> off the tongue. I picked Idris Elba. Okay. Because I think, just think of, one, his voice is super dark. Yeah. Like, think about what he did in Star Trek yeah. Beyond and what he did in even The Jungle Book. Um, I feel like he could command a, ro- uh, a room, and he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. And we, we really... I honestly think that one's a wash on both. I think yeah. we, we, we hit home runs and uh, with, with Idris and, yeah. and Leo. He needs so. to be in the movie. Idris needs to be in, <laughs> in this movie. And we're going to write to whoever... Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Who'd you pick for Evil Lynn? Uh, Gal Gadot. Okay. The we can't, like I said, we can't afford this, yeah. but why not? Yeah, well, we're bankrolling the human yeah. universe. So, uh, kind of because she, uh, she's, she's pretty imposing female figure. She's tall. Yeah, I think she's like six feet tall. Yeah. And uh, Evil Lynn doesn't have to fight, though, so I really didn't care about that stuff. But, but she can. If, if, yeah. if need be, we, we see with Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot can hold her own. Right. Okay. So. I went a little older and shorter. Okay. I went Eva Green. All right. Uh, just because of the eyes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, right. The thing about the 87 movie yeah. with Eva Lynn was the contacts that she used. They weren't were, contacts. They weren't contacts? They yeah, were that's her real eyes. Wow. So see what I mean? Yeah. The eyes were commanding. Like, that was the one thing that, yeah. you brought, that brought you into. Like, she was truly evil with her eyes, and I feel like uh, Eva Green is the exact same Yeah, person. that's true. So I would definitely take her. I would, I would not put Courtney Cox in this movie at all. No. <laughs> Absolutely. I wouldn't even tell her we're making it. Yeah. Well, she'll watch it. Yeah, sure. Uh, Trap Jaw. 
Because uh, I'm including Trapjaw. The the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Is, so, this is his part. So you went huge Trapjaw. Well, he's a like, he's a half cyborg. Yeah. Or I went, whatever. I went like anorexic. Uh, Trapjaw. Scarsguard. Joseph, Joseph Gilgum from um, uh, Cassidy from Preacher. Oh, okay. And right. um, and from Misfits. I'd like okay. to see him on a superhero diet. Oh, to get him jacked up. Yeah. All right. And I feel Put like, him on those. Uh, I feel like Trapjaw is kind of like. He's just like that deranged psycho character, and I feel like that's what Cassidy is. Right. And you put him on like a the superhero diet, and he's gonna kill it. Okay. I li- I like The Rock though. Beast Man. I think we might have the exact same one. Jason Momoa. No, we don't. Ron Perlman. <laughs> oh shit, that's practical. Ron Perlman. Uh, Hellboy. The guy. Yeah. He doesn't really need any makeup. No, the old one. Yeah, Clay. Fr- um, Clay from um, Sons Anarchy. Yeah, I that's another practical no no uh, special no, effects. That's a yeah. He just he just rolls in. They cover him in fur, and you're you're good to go. I feel like Momo is already covered with fur. That is very true, and I would pay more money to see it if Momo was in it. So that would be another Comic Con visit. Yeah. Um, Merman. Um. Uh, Zac Efron. <laughs> I'm not watching this movie. I'm not watching this movie. Wait, hear me out. No. We need something. We need somebody to pull in the younger girls. That that demographic. No. Zach no. Zac Efron. That's what She-Ra's for. But he has to do a New Zealand accent and grow his hair out. He's not going to be able to do either of them. Well, hair he can grow out. New Zealand accent, no. Have you watched a Zac Efron movie? No, I've never seen anything he's ever no, made. You no, can't, you can't put Zac Efron in this but movie. But I think he needs to be... Who else would you bring in... Who, who, how are you going to bring in the teenage girls? Andy Serkis. <laughs> <laughs> like I bring him Andy, Andy Serkis. You could throw a Hemsworth in there. I'm or Chris gonna, Pratt. Well, I actually, you're not arguing. Originally, when we, I've picked mine already, you can't change my mind. I'm, I want to though, because I feel Zac Efron. Ugh. Look, I think Merman's the least important person on this on this list, so Zac Efron is the guy to pick. No, not the not the High School Musical singing Zac Efron. Yeah, a terrible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, he's the shortest mer mer person. He's the shortest mer person ever. Zac Efron's like the five Rock nine. and him team up again. That's that is Baywatch over. That's watching Baywatch again. Oh my god! All right, so know. you wanted Fisto in this movie? Yes. Would you? Ca- who would you cast as Fisto? <laughs> uh, uh, do you know um, the Raid? Yeah. Eco Uyas. Okay. Uh, god bless you. Uh, just because I want to see him in it, and okay. I, if Fisto's going to be in it, he's got to do some fighting. I know Fisto, uh, I'm kind of swapping the uh, the nationalities there because Fisto it's looks fine. like a Scotsman, yeah. and, and uh, Jitsu is the guy at the the, the chop. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can you can flip it, and Jitsu can be the Scotsman. Yeah, you can yeah. bring I don't know Conor McGregor as Jitsu. <laughs> I. I'll, I'll stay. I didn't know you wanted Fisto, so I'm gonna. We, I, I'll take. I don't want Fisto. Uh, I'm gonna add Louis Tan as Fisto. Uh, he okay. played Shatterstar. In, no, he didn't. In he, he was in that movie for. Oh, well, they all were. He was. He was in there. He was in there, and he's into into the Badlands. So I feel like that's where I would go. What tone would you want? We talked about. Would you want more on Eternia, less Earth? You like Snake no Mountain? Earth. No, no Earth. earth. Yeah, no take, Earth. Take Earth yeah. away. Earth is it? Just Eternia. Yeah. Um, Can we predate Earth? 
can this like predate sure the whole whatever big but bang yeah we're not we're not going to mcdonald's or anything no. or getting some fried chicken no i think it should be like uh like a like i said like a techno dungeon and dragons okay. and like with a punk soundtrack so like so like tron and dungeons and dragons had a yeah like a bastard child right with i don't know the guardians of the galaxy soundtrack yeah okay i dig it sure i'm going dark all right lord, i'm telling you lord of the rings game of thrones style it, i it, think game of thrones is darker yeah more that's the style I'm, i'll go game of thrones less incest all right sure because i don't want you know to each his own he-man hooking up with she-ra because that's where if it was game of thrones they that's didn't how it they didn't know at first they were brother and sister yeah see star wars it's the same thing <laughs> would you would you have a little bit of prince adam or would it just be straight he-man no it would be prince adam yeah, yeah i would almost want it just to be prince adam and not he-man change his outfit or are we staying pink, well puffy, i think if you shirt? if you put travis for me if travis Fimmel, yeah there's no reason to put it he's not that no. big a guy to put it in 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 the, the leotard no so like he would dress like a viking or yeah, okay. close to it okay and and you know and like the, the upper class Vikings. Yeah, and we usually we usually like to stay on source material. I feel like you get rid of that one. Who? You get rid of the al- the outfit. The outfit's yeah. awful. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but I think I think we've reimagined. Man at Arms outfit makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he's militant. Yeah, there's no reason that he man. He's the only one that makes any sense in this whole damn thing. I'll add one more. Ram Man, Danny DeVito. Yeah, you know what's funny? I, I went the opposite of that and went Charlie Day. Charlie right. Day. So, all right, we both went on. It's always well, sunny. Well, it's always tangent. sunny. Yeah, it was perfect. So you, we, got, we both got dressed up for the episode. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I think we fan-casted a great He-Man episode, sure, uh, Masters sure. of the Universe movie. And I think we, all we have to do is uh, submit our plugs, and we're going to get out of this. All right. Um, you can find us on Twitter at the Grays, T-H-E-G-R-Y-S, because every celebrity couple needs a, a fun name. <laughs> and then you can find us everywhere else, Galaxy Wars Podcast. And we'll be back with more interviews and some more reviews uh, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, all of the wonderful podcast directories. Thank you, Amalcom Comics and Coffee Shop, for having us here. Thank you, um, guests and viewers and listeners. It, it was great. And Who uh, won? Yeah, who won the Who's got a better cast? All right. Well, we were never hired, so. That's that's why we do free podcasts. All right. uh, Thank you, guys. Thank you.